0: hi and welcome to the focal point podcast this is courtney francis aka courtney f photo it's been a while since the last one i can't remember when was the last one it was actually it was about maybe a month and a bit ago i came into radar with manga Shout out manga. Don't know where you are, but shout out you. <laughs> we spoke. We was in a we was in a new daytime studios and that. Radar guy, I'm mad with these studios. It's proper things. But we was there and we talked about various things. we were, we were speaking about touring, about like, you know, being an independent artist in this music game thing. And I'm gonna talk more about that with him because of course he's a you know independent artist. So I'll speak to him about that whenever he shows up, but that's all good. But This gives me a chance to put a focal point on a subject that has been brought to my attention more and more as I get, you know, deeper into this photography thing inside this music industry. A lot of people ask me, oh, so, you know, this this is your full-time gig, this is your full, you know, how long you been a full-time photographer and all of that, right? And it shocks them when I tell them that I'm not a full-time photographer. Like, people think that I'm out here Shooting every day, and this is my full time gig. And you know, I was I was about to say, unfortunately, but I'm a bit, I'm a bit, you know, split in my way of thinking about this, and I'll get into that a bit later. Yeah, so I'm not a full time photographer. Um, I am a professional photographer. I provide professional services. I provide professional results to my clients. But as a full time freelance photographer, I don't do that. I have a day job. Um, you know, every morning six o'clock, I wake up, I travel into the city. And I go to work for, you know, seven hours a day or whatever. And that's like normal life. Do you understand what I'm saying? I I always say, I say to my friends, I I live a double life. I'm a double agent. Because after that day of work, I then leave work and then go out and shoot this and film that and capture this and write about this and blah, 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 blah. But I think that because I'm seen about and I do quite a lot, people think that that's my day job. It's really not. What I want to talk about now is why I'm in this position. Not, why, not really why I'm in this position, but what position I'm actually in. And then answer, answer that same question, you know, from people that are asking me, why, you know, why don't you quit your job and go in photography? It's not for me, I can only speak for me because there's a lot of people I know that are doing this full time and succeeding. But for me personally, it can't work right now. And I'm going to get into that a bit later. Yeah, as I said before, I've got a full-time job. Um, I went to college and university to study business information systems. Basically, what that means is I'm learning about information systems and implementing them into a business. Say you're a cake shop and you want to build a website and an inventory and have this system brought into your cake shop that, you know, makes it a lot easier to keep records and everything else. I would be the person that would implement that system into your business. So I would look after the projects. So I would be the project manager for that. I would look after the technical staff, the people that know about the application, liaise with the company that creates the application, Um, you know, find out how to roll that in, set up the network in the cake shop, blah, blah, blah. I can talk about the IT stuff all day, but that's what I do. So I work, you know, I work for a big company now. And that's, you know, that's what I do for a living. I studied that in IT Oh man! I mean, I studied IT for many years, man. In primary school, I was, you know, interested in computers. In secondary school, I started building my own computers. I built like all the computers in my family, which resulted in me becoming the IT help desk, which sucks because my auntie from Dominica will call me and say that her printer doesn't work and expects me to fix it from London. But I have technological you know, things that I could actually do that. Remote control access to actually get to a machine in Dominica and fix that out. But yeah, so after um, school, I went into college. I done my, what was it? Oh man, it was a BTEC national diploma in IT. I studied that, passed that, got a distinction grade actually. And then I done my um, higher national diploma and my degree in business information systems. So back then, you know, when I was like flipping between what, 15 to 18 i wasn't thinking about professional photography i was doing photography like family wise you know every wedding and christian and stuff like that i was you know i was the guy that people were looking at to take pictures and film stuff and stuff i was taking pictures of me and my friends and me doing what i'm doing and all of that sort of stuff but it wasn't you know i wasn't out here going to shows and taking pictures it weren't that and you know i was still going to shows but i weren't thinking about photography um after you know university I start, you know, I started getting work, and I worked in schools, and I worked in shipping companies, and all sorts of stuff. I've, I've, I've done a lot of work in IT. I started doing my professional photography about maybe six years ago. Now I would go to shows, and it would be a case where I want to capture what's going on right now. It's crazy. There's not a lot of people capturing what's happening. I want to be able to do that. So. That's when I, you know, when I went out, I bought a little camera and I did what I did. I linked up with my friend who was managing a group. So I was taking pictures of that. And for me, it was just fun. It was something to do after my, um, you know, after my work. After work, I was able to do that. It was actually sick. And that was, you know, that was cool. So after that, you know, um, things started happening. People started seeing my pictures and asked me to come to shows and taking pictures and, and stuff like that. It was cool. The only constant thing in my life at that time was work photography is very volatile there's no current schedule it's not a case of well in all right in my line of photography yeah so music photography and portrait and fashion and stuff like that if you're working in a studio yes you can book people in to come you know monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday you're working in a studio the you're in the same place you're booking appointments and you're doing your thing that's fine but when it comes to music photography articles sorry articles don't come out every day shows don't happen every day albums don't release every day so it's not like there's something to do all of the time there's something to shoot all of the time it's a very like you have to be proactive you can't just sit there and expect things to happen for you you have to go out there find it communicate with people book the job shoot the job provide produce and then sell that product that you've produced to somebody else so that they can book you for the job. It's very proactive. If you're just sitting there on your hands. And you're just thinking. Yeah bro, People are going to come to me. Because I've done two shoots and whatever. And that was alright. Not going to happen bro. It's not going to happen. Unless you're someone like flipping. Jonathan Mannion or something. If you don't know who Jonathan Mannion is. Do your Googles. He is like my photography hero in this thing. If you look at any hip hop album cover in the 2000s. It's probably him. You know. Unless you're him. Where people are clamouring to get to you then it's not that. You have to be out there, you have to go out there and you have to, you know, figure out what you want to do. As far as like my job, you know, I'm see, this is why I do this podcast, right? Because I talk, I go on a tandem. But if people listen to, you know, the people that listen to my podcast, they already know that. And um so, you know, as far as work is concerned, work was just work. I would wake up, I'll go to work every morning. After that, I would go to a show or I would go to a studio session or whatever. And I would figure out what I can do to get back onto why don't I quit my job and do photography full time? It's a case where I started photography a bit later in my life. I know everyone thinks I'm like flipping 24 or, 25 or not, but I'm not. I'm a bit older than that, right? It's not, you know, it's a, it's a bit it's a bit different. People think that I can just do my thing, and you know, it's it's not it's not that. I've got financial dependencies. I've got you know house and bills and council tax and cars and. Not cars, I've only got one car. But, all you know, all that sort of stuff that depends on a constant salary. Every month, a certain amount of money comes out of my account, whether I like it or not. There's nothing I can do about that. If I want to continue living where I'm living, in the, you know, in the place that I'm living in, and driving a car that I have, and, you know, having flipping Virgin Media, broadband, and internet, and all that sort of stuff, I have to earn a certain amount of money. Photography is so volatile in the sense of I can't guarantee that that money is going to come in every month, every month. It's just not, you know, it's not planned. It's not like that. It may not happen. Um, one month, I'll have five shoots. The other month, I may have 15. It's a bit mad in that sort of sense. And I'm not in the position where I'm able to just, you know, be able to not earn this set amount of, you know, this set number. Let's, oh, we want to put a, like a value. Let's just say £2,000, right? Like, let's just say I had bills that, amount to two thousand pounds every month I had to go out and I have to earn that to pay the bills and then earn a bit more to actually live you know go out and with my friends and go to shows and buy albums and all that sort of stuff if I was living at home and I was you know about six years younger or whatever and I went you know I weren't out here I would be able to do that you know I've got friends that you know still live at home and stuff and that have the ability to look at their parents and say look I need like six months off Can you help me out for like six months or whatever? Because my salary, you know, through photography may not be constant. That time affords them the luxury to, you know, kind of go days without working, go weeks without working in the hopes of booking that good job that they want to do. It affords them to be kind of, you know, having the ability of choice to say, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Whereas if you had a house to pay for, and you had council tax to pay for and utilities to pay for, you would have to do, like, you would have to earn that sort of money. It, you know, regardless or not. So if a job came in that you probably didn't like, you probably would have to do it, whether you liked it or not. It's that sort of thing where, like, it kind of, it kind of poisons your creativity. You want to be able to create what you want to create. To do that, you need the, you need the, um what's the word? You need the luxury of being able to choose the shoots that you want to shoot and money is a big factor in that if you have to earn this £2,000 a month you can't afford to say nah I'm not going to shoot that show or nah I'm not going to do that portrait you can't afford to do that because if you do you're going to get kicked out of your yard bank's going to go mad car's going to get repossessed and nobody wants that right Having that ability to do what you want to do is is uh, it's, it's it's lovely it's kind of uh it's kind of parallel so whereas younger dons doing this photography thing and live at home and have the ability to do that because they don't have to pay where they live in. I have a job that pays for what you know pays for where i 'm living and everything else, and then my photography is supplement to that, so I can sit there and choose what I want to do and what I want to shoot that 's what my job affords me. The luxury, you know that's what that's what my job affords me to be able to do you know it sucks you know it does it does you know it does hurt sometimes man where I'll be at work and I'll get an email right from this online publication asking me to shoot this particular artist and I can't do that because it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm at my desk and I've got these servers to patch or I've got this to implement or whatever I can't just get up and go whereas if I was at home I'll be able to do that it's a bit i used to say i used to say i was scared of doing that because i was thinking shit man what if i quit tomorrow i leave my job and then what say i have you know i've got this two thousand pound to earn every month well not to earn but to pay for i need more i need more than that to live you know i went out and saw the aj um i was about to say aj tracy oh my days i have to stop saying aj and start saying anthony joshua Jeez. yeah anyway i went and saw the anthony joshua fight last night you know we went out with, went out with the man dim you know, drink, you know, drank beer and, not beer, I drink cider, I don't, them man drink beer, I don't drink beer, you know, drinking cider, eating pizza and all of that sort of stuff, that was a little piece of money, you know, it was five pound to park in Westfield at the time, that's a little piece of money, and if I'm not earning enough money, I won't be able to do those sort of things, so I want to, you know, as, as, like, a man living his life, I want to do that sort of thing, innit, I want to be able to do my thing, so I need the money, quitting my job and kind of battling in this thing, in this photography game, it's, it's a bit, you know, to me, it's a, you know, I used to be scared of it. Cause I, and I was thinking, ah, oh, shit, man, what if this, what if that, what if that? But now I've become comfortable in the fact that, you know what? I actually like my job. Like, I do IT because I like to do IT. I studied, IT, you know, IT technology because I like to do it. So my job is cool. There's stuff, you know, there's stuff I was, I was up in Birmingham the other day, like doing all sorts, you know, working in a TV gallery. It's actually pretty, it's actually pretty sick. And it affords me the time and the money to shoot what i want so it also helps me to be creative so to the people that ask me why i don't me personally why i don't quit my job it's because i don't want to i like my job it's pretty cool and yeah that's basically it i can still do my stuff all right i miss certain jobs i miss certain photography stuff but for the things that i do it's pretty cool so that's that um yeah so if anybody else you know if anybody else asks me i'm just gonna forward them to this podcast and they can You know um, listen to this and get my answer but for the other people that are asking my advice on when you know if they should quit their job it's a bit tricky right my thing is if you're working and the money you're earning is financing your life then be very very careful because what you don't want to do is be caught up in your worldwide dream and you know be messed up financially you don't need that because the last thing you want to do is be kicked out of your flat, kicked out of your house. You, you know, this, that's long. So if you if you have a full time job and that job is paying for where you live, be very, very careful. If you are living at home and your job is cool and it's afforded, you know, it's giving you money, you're buying your, your crepes or your decks or your music or whatever you're doing and you could survive for six months. Or Maybe your parents can help you out or something or stuff like that. Then I might be inclined to say, you know what? See how it goes. What I would say is, stay in your stay in your job, and say you know, calculate the hours, right? How much hours are you wasting? Not wasting. How much hours is taking your away from your whatever your craft is, whether that's art, whether that's music production, whether that's engineering, whether that's whatever it is, right? I'll be I'll be I'll talk I'll talk with photography because that's the industry that I know. What I would say to people is save up enough money to sustain you for six months find out how long it takes you to make you know to make enough money to sustain you for six months if it takes you a year or a year and a half to make enough money to sustain you for six months then you've probably got a lot you know a little more work to do because I would probably say that your job is taking up half of your time right so the other half of your time you're dedicating to your craft so you should be able to save up six months money in a year if you can't do that then allow it that's that's in my opinion i'm talking about me personally photography is not paying me enough as my you know enough for me to live for six months i haven't got enough i haven't got that yet my job does so that's why i'm still there if you're at home and you know your parents are paying for where you live money's not that not that big of a deal money's more of a luxury then i would say yeah if you're working like a part-time job or whatever I would say you know what knock it on the head for six months and go ham on your photography your music production your DJing whatever it is do it because you've got that you've got that cushion to be able to function if you can if you can make half of the money you would make in your job doing your craft and you know you're not brock pocket you're not out here you know doing silly shit then yeah I would say do it if you can afford on half, if you can live on half the money you know it means that you won't be able to buy the trainers that you like or the, you know the dress that you like or all these like you know these consumer things then I would say do it you know it'll be a hard six months but I believe it'll be worth it that's if you're good at your craft and you're working in an industry that requires your presence because there's a lot of things where they don't really need you you know you're trying to break into this thing but they don't really need you so you need to present something new you need to be innovative and you know bring something to the table that makes them pay you but it's no point doing that if you're broke because if you're broke you're stressed out you're not going to be creative you're not going to be functioning properly your work is going to suffer it's going to you know it's going it's going to affect you and and not only just your work your personal being the the buzzword nowadays is bloody depression you don't want to be stressed out because of the you know the the path that you've chosen you want to be kind of comfortable which is why I say save up your money before you do that. So if you don't get work in 2 months it's cool because you've got that two, you've got that 6 month cushion. You need to be able to do that because money is a serious thing. Everyone's oh money don't mean nothing blah 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 yeah that's fine. Miss your mortgage for 2 months and talk to me about money it doesn't mean anything. When these banks are knocking on your door and man are, you know what I mean mana clamping your car and all that sort of stuff talk to me about money. Talk to your parents about money right everyone like everyone thinks that money is just this arbitrary thing nah 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 talk to your parents about money and how important it is it's very very important and it can you know it controls lives and unfortunately we need it to survive man you know you don't live for free you don't eat for free you need it to survive your creativity is free because it comes from within you but hopefully the result of it is money i love photography i do photography for free all the time when i go to shows and that it's because i go to shows more time i buy tickets i'll buy tickets and hustle my way into the pit and stand in the crowd or do whatever i'm doing in the hopes though that it pays me money because I, you know i like i like things but i like to you know i like my the car that i drive the place that i live in the i like to buy you know i'm starting collecting records now records are bloody expensive but what hell these records are like flipping 15 20 pound and i want to be able to do that because that's my per, that's my personal life so money you know it's a very important thing you know, I would say anybody that's looking to get into the creative media industry, you know, build up a, a demand first so that you have people looking at you for this particular skill. Me personally, if somebody wants their artist captured for a magazine, you would give me a shout. If your artist has a ma- if your artist has a show that you want to capture, you give Courtney a photo or Courtney Francis a shout. That's I I put myself in a position so that labels and artists and managers look at me to capture their artists' work, whether it be in a studio or on the stage, that's what they need me for, right? So put yourself in a position where you become not, uh, you eventually you you would like to become invaluable, but put your, put yourself in a position to be on the list. The thing that I've the things that I have said in many many years is I just want to be in the list. I just want to be in the running when Sony has a new artist and they need some shots and they need, you know, they're contacting photographers, I wanna be on that list. That's all you know, that's where whether they choose me or not, that's cool. But as long as they know that I exist and that my work is good, that's where I wanna be. And that's what I've done in the last how many years, right? Through, you know, through working very, very hard alongside my full-time job. It's you know it's a hard slog. But it shows a lot of people that I'm dedicated to this thing. And that's what you need to be to succeed, to, to um, succeed. My my colleagues, uh, my colleagues. Do I call them my colleagues? Because colleagues, you 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 were saying the same work, but whatever. Fellow photographers that I know that are working very hard, and you know, I've known some that have quit their job to do this photography full time. Ashley Verse is my boy. Yeah, if, you know, if you know photography in in you know in our scene, the urban London on London underground scene, you'll probably know about Ashley Verse. He used to work in, what was it? Snappy Snaps or whatever, or or Jessup's, one of them things. But he quit his job and he went, you know what, I'm going ham. I'm doing this photography thing. And it's worked out. He's everywhere. He's doing his thing. He's doing his fashion thing with GQ. So, you know, there's no hard and fast rule for this stuff. There's no like one path works. You know, it it depends on the person you are and your dependencies. Obviously, his dependencies enabled him to quit his job and make that same amount of money in photography and that's what I need to do but the problem is as I said I'm a bit older and the amount of money that I need is a bit more so that's why at the moment I haven't quit my job and photography you know is is everything else apart apart from that so you need to look at your own scenario don't look at a next person and say oh they did it I can too because you can get lost in that You'll quit your part-time job and you'll go into music production and then nobody, you know, it all depends on, it all depends on what you want to do, what you're doing and the key element is your financial standing. Don't make yourself broke for something that you're not sure you want to do. If you're getting gassed about this media thing, be careful. If you're fully dedicated and would want to eat beans on toast for six months straight, then cool, quit your job and live brock pocket and do your thing because there's a lot of people that've done that. There's a lot of people that have left their house and gone to Hollywood without a pound in their pocket and now they've got steady work and sustaining an income out there. So it's not impossible. It can be done. Just be realistic. Be realistic about your situation. Um it might sound it might sound a bit negative or pessimist the way I'm talking right now but I'm just a realist man. I've seen people go broke. I've had family members that go broke. You know, I've had you know I, me personally. Fortunately, I haven't had any money problems, but that's because I'm a bit. shy. I, I wouldn't say shy, but I'm a bit. I can't think. I can't think of the word that I want to say right now. I know it's going to come to me as soon as I walk away from this microphone, but I'm a bit tentative in the decisions that I make. I kind of overthink things, and maybe that's something that I need to work on. But it's worked for me so far, so whatever. I you know this week I have I have I have times. Where I see another side of the industry, right? And I get fully immersed into it and then I think, shit man, I should just quit tomorrow and let's do this stuff. So this week, this week being the last week in April, depending on when you hear this, April two thousand and seventeen, I was with Migos and Little Yachty and the whole quality music. So um yeah, quality control music. You know, I took the days off work so that I can shoot with them you know, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it was cool, I was going from this place to that place, I was taking pictures every minute, blah, 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 I was editing when I was on the bus and on the, when I got home, it gave me an, it gave me an insight into what it would be like to do this full-time, but the thing is, these opportunities don't happen every day, these opportunities happen, you know, maybe once a month and the income, the revenue that I get from it is not enough to sustain an entire month, so that's why I haven't, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird. I've got this thing where I won't move on unless it's a maybe at least a at least a ninety percent chance that it's going to succeed. That might be something I'm doing wrong, and if it is, I'll learn my lesson and I'll move on. But at the moment, it's working for me, in it? So that's where I'm. That's the way I'm going to run it. Everybody else that asks me about this sort of stuff, understand the way your life works, right? Whether that be a mortgage you have to pay or rent you have to pay or money you're giving to your parents or you have to pay for a car or a student loan or whatever it is, learn about what you need to do, learn about the amount of money you need to, you know. Go into Excel or if you're on Mac, go to what's it? Is it not pages? Um, flip it in numbers, open up the numbers app on your phone and do a budget. They have like templates. If you go, if you go to the templates part in the application, you can type in budget and it will give you sheets where you can input your you know your how much your rent is how much your utility your gas and electric your mobile phone um you know if you've got a car you have to pay for your car insurance how much you pay on travel card how much you pay on petrol you can put all of that inside and it will calculate how much you spend a month there's a lot of people out here that don't even know how much they spend a month and that's why they end up broke because they receive their money they spend more money and they look at the account like shit I'm in my overdraft what the hell's going on you don't want to be in that position you need to know exactly how much you need to earn because if you don't you don't know how hard you need to work you work hard regardless but if you know that you have to pay out two thousand pound in bills but the jobs you got in the first two weeks of the month only equaled in eight hundred pounds you know you've got another two thousand you know you've got another one thousand two hundred pounds to earn in two weeks very very important now you may need to be a bit lax in what you shoot maybe you you have to shoot this artist or you know you maybe have to shoot this um studio session when really it's, you know it's not something you want to do personally i don't shoot events you know when you go to parties and you see that don running around with the flash and he takes pictures of you smiling and oh you know pose for the camera and like that's not me people been people ask me to shoot club nights for years i used to do it about four years ago and that's where people maybe know me from and know my work from. But I don't do that anymore. If I was doing this for full time and I only earned 800 out of the 2000 pound I needed to earn. I would probably have to go and shoot some events. Because money I for make and bills have for pay. It's that simple. And that's why I'm saying be careful on switching full time. Because sometimes it can mess with your creativity. Sometimes it can distract you from what you really want to shoot. Because money have to earn and bill have pay you know it's that it's that real so if you don't want to be in a position where you want to shoot where you have to shoot stuff you don't want to do then stay in your job and you know and raise your raise your value in the stuff you do want to shoot jonathan Mannion, i met him he came to london right and i was um i got him to sign my jay-z album uh the blueprint album because he shot the cover so i got him to sign that and i was talking to him for a bit and what he said to me was shoot what you want to be hired for That's probably the best advice that I've ever received in this photography thing. Shoot what you want to be hired for. That translates into if you're shooting for free or you're shooting for money, shoot what you want to be hired for. I don't want to be hired to shoot club nights, staying up till 4am taking pictures of people. I don't want to do that. So I don't shoot that whether it's paid or free. The only way I can able to do that is I'm able to, you know, finance my life and my job affords me to do that. If I didn't have a job, i would probably have to do that and it would mess up my creativity. So again, I feel like I'm repeating myself and I probably am, but hopefully you get the idea. Don't force yourself into doing something you don't want to do creatively. If you don't want to shoot like fashion, like e-commerce stuff where people, you know, stand to the front, to the side and to the back and you're shooting, you know, one model trying on 16 dresses, I've done that before too. If you don't want to do that eight hours a day, don't put yourself in a position to do that. If you have a job and it allows you not to do that, then keep the job. People, you know, people get gassed. People with jobs, with full-time jobs will tell you, oh, quit your job, man, quit your job. Just go in this thing, innit? Go in this thing." And I'm like, bruv, you got a full-time job. You're a rapper. You got a full-time job. Why have you not quit your job and become a rapper full-time? I know why. Because you're not earning enough money that affords you to do that. So don't chat it to me, bruv. Be real. Let's both be real with each other, in it. So don't get gassed. By these people that are not in the position to give you valid advice. I only take advice from people that are doing what they're preaching. I say Barry White said practice what you preach. I don't know if that was a cover. Maybe that was a cover. But anyway, he's got a song called practice what you preach. If a man is not doing something that he's telling me that he's giving me advice on, I'm not really listening. Big up Aaron Dunworth, um, Rio Remain. Those mandem are doing photography full time. Um, you know they own their own studio they're doing their thing full-time those are man that i would listen to ashley verse he's doing this full-time he's a man i would listen to vicky grout rihanna tamara those photographers i would listen to jay Night keisha those photographers are doing it full-time those are the people i would listen to in this thing other people you know i'll take i'll take i'll take your word if it's smart if it's smart and wisdom advice yeah fine but don't get caught up in people gassing you because when they gas you and you do it and you end up broke pocket, and you look into them, and you say, "Oh, give me some money." It's long. They're looking at you like, "Huh? What are you talking about, bro?" You don't want to be in that position. I was texting. I, I was texting. I was tweeting this morning on my way here, and I was saying, "I'm always. I always try to be in control of the things that I'm doing." Like for example, right today, I actually planned to interview someone today, but it flopped. But I already had a subject in my mind to talk to to talk to you guys about, just in case that person didn't show up so shout out them it's all good but I already planned for that and I had a subject that I wanted to speak to you guys about that hopefully will be some value so always you know I mean have that plan what's that what's that old saying if you fail to plan you plan to fail (laughs) a teacher if anybody went cardinal pole school you would know a teacher called Mr O'Garrow and that's what he always said he was a DT teacher he always said if you fail to plan you plan to fail if you have one piece of wood and you have to make eight cuts then it's long measure twice cut once All those cliches there. Big up, Mr. O'Garrow, man. Hopefully you're all right. That was a long time ago. So plan your life and plan what you want to do. Don't get caught up in people's aspirations and dreams for your life. Get caught up in your own dreams, but be realistic. There's no point like, you know, getting gassed and going crazy because your life is not somebody else's. It's yours. As I said, there's other people that have thrown caution to the wind and have gone broke for six months to a year and made it work. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So be very, very careful maybe it will maybe it won't who knows right it's ultimately your decision and that's the Im- that's the important bit it's your decision if i listen to other people i would have quit my job and been probably working part-time in another job that i didn't want to do that's long. i'm doing the things that i want to do i like my job it's interesting keeps me alert keep you know that will that will be something that i could do for the rest of my life photography is something i could do for the rest of my life but right now i can afford to do both i can't afford to quit i can't afford to quit it just won't work out for me and it's the same thing i speak to like like rappers and stuff like that what are you going to do when you're 40 years old because these men are 21 you know 24 25 i'm like bruv what are you going to do when you're 40 years old are you going to be rapping jumping on sets when you're 40 years old is that what you're going to do if you are then cool make it work out wiley will be spitting until he's flipping 100 and what's it 110 he will definitely be doing that but he's wiley He's put himself in a position where he can afford himself to do that. He's got he's got trainer shop, he's got this, he's got that. You understand? He's put himself in this position to do that. And that's what you need to do. You need to put yourself in a position where you can do your craft and, you know, do your dream and make that a reality. But first, you need to put yourself in that position. It makes no sense you jumping head first into something and not knowing how deep the water is this long. But anyway, I'm sounding, I'm sounding a bit moany. But I'm not moany, I'm just realistic. This is... <laughs> I'm sounding like my dad, to be honest with you. My dad is like this. My mum will be like, oh, just do it, just do it, coolly, just do it. And no, my dad would be like, no, no, no. Look around the corner, do this, do your due diligence, you know, figure out what's this and what's that. So, this is my, you know, I'm essentially like summoning my flipping dad's voice right now. It's a bit mad. But anyway, I think that's about it. Yeah, I was supposed to have an interview today, but mm, didn't happen. Hopefully, we can sort it all out. Depending on, I'm probably going to release this quick, you know. Yeah. What's the date today? The date is the 30th of April. I'm going to release this tonight. Rags. I'm going to release it tonight. I should have a show coming up. Um, A radio show, no less. Radar Radio has been kind enough to help me out. And I've got the Focal Point show with Manga St. Hilaire. Um, Should be on Tuesday, May the 2nd. So if you're listening to this before May the 2nd, make sure you tune in. Um, It's at 5 o'clock. So make sure you do that. Um, it's a new thing man I used to like. I started off this podcast talking into my phone in my car I used to sit in a passenger seat in my car start the car up like, warm up a bit and then talk into my phone because I wasn't really comfortable talking with people I was a bit anti like that that's why Twitter was great because I could interact with people but not be in front of them it's a bit weird I'm a bit shy right so podcast worked for me I could sit in a car I could sit in my car and talk to myself for 45 minutes and express all the things I wanted to do just like today I'm sat in a studio talking to myself. It's, it's 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 mad, but it suits me. So yeah, man. Focal Point Show on May the second, five o'clock to six o'clock. Tune in, man. Listen to what me and Mangas and Hilaire is talking about. We're gonna talk about various things. We're gonna have a guest, a few tunes. So tune in. Should be a good deal. What's it? So yeah, I think I think that's about it. At the end of every podcast, I have a hashtag which I would like people to do. People to tweet me. My at is Courtney F Photo on um, twitter on instagram wherever it is and what's the hashtag the hashtag would be preparation if you've listened to this podcast and you've got all the way through to the end tweet me and hashtag preparation you can also hashtag focal point as well that would be cool so i can keep track of all this stuff but yeah if you tweet me hashtag focal point and then hashtag preparation so I know what episode that you're referring to that you've listened to. I was shooting with again. I was shooting with amigos and little Yachty this week. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to Virgin Records, QC Records, Universal Records. Shout out to them. I was shooting with JD Sports this week as well. Shout out JD Sports and Under Armour. I was going to talk about the fight, like the, the Anthony Joshua fight. Oh boy, that fight is is based is <clears throat> that fight is a lesson for life. You'll receive knocks in your life. You'll get knocked down in your life. What you need to do, you need to assess the situation, get a new game plan, w- get up and fight harder. Your barriers are always going to be there. They're always going to be there. You have to jump over them. They may get higher, which means you need to improve your technique, run faster, so you can jump over higher obstacles. And that's what Anthony Joshua said, did. So big up Anthony Joshua. Big up Klitschko. Though. Klitschko is a G man's forty odd boxing up man in his flipping twenties. Like big up Klitschko. Really, he? he's a he's a true G man. But Anthony Joshua did it. He did it for Great Britain, man. I'm telling you. Big up him. It was a sick night. We, you know, I watched it in a sports cafe. It was with Bear Pete, you know, Bear and my friends. We were jumping out with those bear arguments about boxing and stuff. It was fun. It was a fun night. But yeah, man, I thought it was cool. It's, it's a life lesson, man. I was watching it like shit. He, I think he got knocked down in the sixth. In the sixth, I think? Or the fifth? I can't remember. But his legs were wobbling. He was tired. Out, You know, his mouth was open. It was heavy breathing. I was thinking, shit, man, Klitschko was going to move to him. But he dug deep and he found something inside of himself and summoned strength and won. Knocked out, not, didn't I? I think he knocked it. I don't know if he knocked him out. It was a TKO, but still, like, he knocked Klitschko on his ass in the 11th round. I said, I was one of them guys that said, if he went past the 7th round, then. AJ's finished because Klitschko lives in those later four rounds and five rounds AJ's never been never been tested in those rounds so I weren't sure how he was gonna function and he was wobbly you know eighth ninth round tenth round it was thinking raw if if this goes to points you may lose and he knew that and that's what I'm saying right he knew that if he went to points he would probably lose and he has to knock man out and he prepared for that and he dug deep and functioned same thing you have to do in your life with your finances with your craft here you better know if you don't get so and so amount of jobs you're not going to earn that m- amount of money so you need to plan around it you need to have like regular slots and regular things to do that earns you about money so you know that yeah boxing is you know the sweet science man it's a lesson for life that that fight was sick but anyway i've been babbling on man thank you for listening everyone this has been the focal point podcast you can find me on itunes on soundcloud Um, subscribe and rate please you know shout out all the people that are listening up to now you know, I'm very appreciative. I know it's just me sitting there talking to a mic. I'm not really talking to a mic. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to the listeners. So if you're a listener listening to my voice, this is me saying thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. It's something I like to do. I know I don't do it, you know, frequently, like on a on a schedule. It's not like every two weeks that I do it. I know how that is, but you know thank you for tuning in anyway again if you listen to this you know hashtag you know tweet me hashtag focal point and hashtag preparation this is courtney f photo aka courtney francis and i'll catch you on the next one peace out